Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers. Covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career management. I'm your host, I'm Coach Polina. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Ladder Talk Live. I hope each and every one of you had an amazing weekend. Happy Monday. Uh, how was your weekend? What did you do? What did you accomplish? Uh, what did you manifest this weekend? Anything exciting that you may want to share? Let us know in the chat. Uh, for those of you just now joining, uh, for those of you new to the podcast, uh, introduce yourself in the chat. We love to have an interactive experience here on Ladder Talk Live. And so as a result, we like to chat with you as the episode is is live. So um, introduce yourself in the chat. would love to hear from you. And as always, if you've been here a while and you have participated in the show in the past, make sure that, again, you're introducing yourself as well. This week is another fun and exciting week. This week, we are talking about how to build a strong mental health toolkit. That is what we're talking about this week. Um, a very interesting uh, topic, but I find it to be extremely relevant and necessary in today's world. Uh, so be sure to tune in each and every day this week, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern. We are talking about all of those things. And uh, let's dive in. So today we are talking about how to build a strong mental health toolkit, specifically around journaling tools. So in this episode, we'll be discussing how to build a strong toolkit that's flexible enough to work for you. We're talking about journaling tools and tips, journaling do's and don'ts, and how to make your journal feel safe and welcoming. So let's, let's dive in. First, I want to ask you guys a question, you all a question. Are you currently journaling? What is your current relationship with um, journaling? Are you doing it on a regular basis? Um, who are you? Are you talking to yourself? Are you talking to someone else? Um, in what way do you take the time to jot your thoughts down throughout a, a day, a week, a month, a year, if at all? And if not, we're going to be providing you some that today. So journaling tools and tips. Journaling can be a powerful tool for exploring your feelings and thoughts, but it can also be intimidating to start. Um, if you're anything like me, um, you're the queen of starting, but not the, the queen of finishing in some cases. So um, I want to share with you some tips on how to get started with journaling. Number one, find a space that feels comfortable and free from distraction. Some of us, it's hard to find that in our household. That may be a closet. It may be, it may just be you and it could be anywhere in your home. It, it could be a nook that you've created a little reading nook or something like that. It could be the car. You know, it doesn't necessarily always have to be your house as well. It could be a bench on your morning or afternoon walk that you stop and you take notes and soak in whatever you're feeling or experiencing and jotting those thoughts down. What does that look like for you? How can you create that safe place? Where, where do you think you could find it? Number two, write in short bursts of time as opposed to long periods of focus. That's why I recommend sometimes taking it on a walk with you. If you know there's a bench along the way, a quiet bench. So for me, if you see here behind me, there is a trail uh, uh, that has benches along the way. 
And at certain parts of the day or evening, it's not as busy. So I'm not as distracted by the boats passing by or people running or walking or all of those things. I'm able to just sit down, um, enjoy the fresh air, the sound of the water, the waves, things like that, and take small, you know, little, little notes um, for myself. So do you have a place that you can do that? Maybe even put a timer, five minutes, three minutes, whatever you find to be reasonable um, in a short period of time that you can just get some thoughts out, get it out of your head, and then go about your day. Number three, practice writing in the present tense. So I feel happy rather than in the past tense, I felt happy. This will help you stay focused on what's happening right now instead of getting lost and analyzing the past. What are you experiencing in the moment? When you are um, jotting down your thoughts, it should be, as it says, as I indicated, present present tense. What, what are you currently feeling? What are you currently experiencing? However in depth you want to be with your journaling, expressing it in that exact moment. Now, let's talk about the do's and don'ts of journaling. Journaling is a great way to get your feelings and thoughts out of your head and onto the page, but it can also be intimidating, especially if you've never done it before. So we've put together a little list of do's and don'ts to help you get started from that perspective. So do use a journal that feels safe and welcoming to you. It can be anything from an old school notebook to a brightly colored um, writing pad or even just a blank sheet of paper. Whatever it is, make sure it's something that makes you feel good when you look at it. Now, everybody likely has access to Amazon. Find you a nice journal, maybe 10 bucks or less that you can find a great writing journal to get started. You know, I love my next day shipping. Um, or same day shipping, if you're lucky, that's my absolute favorite and uh, have it and get started. You know, if you feel like how I feel when it's something new like that, I treat it like it's the first day of school. I like brand new pins and I like to set the ambiance like you're putting on a fresh outfit for your first day. Um, treat it like that, you know, celebrate that, you know, new, new place that you're creating for yourself. Here's the caveat. Don't use a journal that makes you feel bad or unsafe in any way. If there are things in your life that make it difficult for you to focus on journaling, take them out of the equation for now. So you don't have to have anything else distracting you from getting all of your thoughts out of your head and onto the page. Now, sometimes um, some of the journals have little sayings on them. If they don't resonate with you, don't buy it. Sometimes we may buy things just because the color is nice, but um, they don't uh, actually speak to what we want that journal to represent for us. So be intentional. You're, you're, what you're creating is something that could really become something long term. So make sure you're being intentional and that it's truly representing exactly what you want it to, to represent as it pertains to you in the present moment and in the, the long term view. Um, good morning, Tayana. Good morning, Ashley. Um, let's see. So then we want to talk about how to make your journal feel safe and welcoming. I keep saying that. I'm sure you probably are like, what, what are you talking about? So when you're writing in your journal, it's important that you feel that safeness. You feel welcome to write. You feel excited. Writing is a vulnerable activity. And by creating a space where you can feel safe and comfortable, you'll be able to write more freely. 
So choose a journal that feels good in your hands. The texture, the is it got the um, the why you know the, the the wires or is it bound? How is it bound together? Um, is it free? Does it flip all the way over? You know what works for you? Is it too stiff? Is it not stiff enough? Is it too big? Is it too small? Is it too soft? Uh, you get to decide what feels good in your hands. You should be able to hold it comfortably without feeling like you're going that it's going to fall apart in your hand. So buy something good that that you can, that one is going to last, right? For the amount of writing you're going to add to it. You want to make sure it's durable. Choose a pen that feels good on paper. One that doesn't scratch or drag on the pages as you write, which will make it writing more difficult. A gel pen is usually best because they glide across paper easily, but try different types of pens, pencils, whatever you want. And set aside time every day or at least once a week where you can devote yourself completely to writing in your journal without distraction so that nothing gets between you and your thoughts. What are your thoughts on this? What do you think about writing in journals? Do you Have you done it? Some of us did it back in college or high school and adult life has gotten busy and you may not do it as often. But how many of you are open to the idea of trying again? Uh, Ashley says, I have guided journal from uh, Miss Obama called Be Becoming. Awesome. Yes, I've read the book. Um, I don't have the journal, but I might need it. So thanks for calling that out. You guys, maybe we need to check out um, the uh, Mrs. Obama and her journal. Make it sometimes the guided journal is helpful. Like if it prompts you with ideas or prompts you with thoughts to be able to utilize. Um, sometimes they're Christian based. Uh, journals where there's a scripture at the top and, you know, you kind of go along with that. What works for you? Now, let me ask you, Ashley, how frequently are you using that journal? Are you journaling every day or what's the format of the journal you just spoke about? Let me know in the chat. Now, I also want to start to think about what this can do for our mental health. If we start to put a place devoted to expressing ourselves, how do we really think that that can affect our mental health for the positive or not? In my opinion, and I am not a um, healthcare professional, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, I'm not any of those things. So I want to be very clear to seek professional um, advice. Uh, this is just my opinion. But I do feel like even if, if sometimes we don't have a safe person to speak to about our thoughts. We don't feel safe sharing our insecurities with another human, but we may be able to express them on paper to ourselves or to whomever you're speaking to. So I have two separate journals. I have a journal where I'm just getting my thoughts out, but I also have a prayer journal where I'm talking to God. In this journal, I'm just talking to him. So maybe you have something like that. And for me, there are certain things I may not feel comfortable talking to other people about but I feel 100% confident in this and writing it on paper. So I don't know about you all, but as a child, you know, I had the Dear Diary life, right? Where um, you had the scholastic books come coming and I would purchase the diaries with a little key, you know, girly stuff. But that was my introduction into journaling, into expressing myself in different forms in a safe way, in my opinion, right? I'm not harming anyone. I may not be positive in my journaling at all times, but I'm getting my thoughts out. 
And sometimes that is a good way to feel heard. It is sometimes a good way to just get it off your chest. You've left it on the paper. You've left it in that book. You can close it and go back into what you consider maybe your real world and live freely without holding on to things. These are the different benefits that come with journaling. You have an opportunity to still express yourself safely so that your mind is clear. Now, a lot of people are very, like entrepreneurs, I've noticed, noticed um, they are, they, some entrepreneurs, I won't say everybody, but some entrepreneurs like to get their thoughts out on paper when it comes to new pro- products or services that they're offering, or, you know, they like to jot it down so they could see it so they can just get it out of their head. This is another form of journaling, right? Even if it's putting together a a uh, system or, you know, what, what is your, um, your ladder looks like or whatever the case is so that your, your ascension ladder for your business, a lot of people are utilizing it in that form to be able to, again, express themselves or get out new ideas for their businesses. I imagine a lot of entrepreneurs are, are utilizing that same task or that same idea to create new, new ideas. Some, some of you have million, million and billion dollar ideas sitting in a notebook. Now, the important thing, too, to remember is when you are journaling, there are some action things that probably need to leave that journal and go into the real world. So don't use it as a safe place. Use it as a safe place, but don't use it as a crutch when you need to take action. When you need to take action, you just need to take action. Right. Putting it in a journal isn't making it real just yet. It is, however, clearing your thoughts. Now you have to put some words into it, put some thoughts into it. Tayana says there are also great apps that can help you get in the habit of journaling. Five-minute journal app is one of one I enjoyed when trying to get back into the habit. I love that. I need to check that out. Um, I wish I did it every day, but definitely a couple. Uh, take, this is Ashley, uh, but definitely a couple times a month. Each page has a question. The page I'm on now has the question: Describe your childhood home. What details stand out most? What made your home different from your friend's home? I try to keep it on the coffee table, but it gets lost sometimes. I also switch between journaling and coloring because the questions and quotes can be overwhelming. I do free uh, journal in the notes app. I like that as well. I definitely use my notes app to jot down some thoughts, especially on the go. I start, I used to carry a small journal with me, notebook, journal, whatever, small little thing with me. So if I had a business idea or I'm networking with someone and they give me a great idea to use, it fits in my purse and I can quickly jot it down and keep going, but I don't lose it. I don't miss out. That works for me, right? But sometimes I forget to bring the notebook and then I just have to start journaling and putting things into the notes pad. So I definitely resonate um, with that as well. Hi, Mr. Triplet. Today we're talking about journaling and um, I'm interested in your perspective. So you're a, a parent of girls, uh, triplets to be precise. Do your girls um, journal? Um, do you find that it has helped them as, as women? Um, and do you journal? Oh, sorry. Two boys and a girl. Do you journal? Uh, do your kids journal? It's always interesting to, to see what the younger generation is also doing right now to um, journal. He says, not sure about uh, journaling. I do not, though. Well, I I probably it depends. Right. Some of some people are true writers, so they probably do. Some may not. Um, and nowadays, I think people live journal more than they think. 
because they're expressing themselves on social media. So they're they're doing in the form of imagery and text and, and a mix of both. So they're doing it in a different format um, that fits them, right? Uh, but nonetheless, they're still getting out their ideas, their thoughts and things like that. Sometimes it's good to ensure that, you know, <laughs> depending upon what you, you see your future to be like, you want to be careful on what you're putting out on social media because it'll come back to bite you sometimes. So uh, be cautious on that. Um, but I love the idea of apps. You know, some people don't like the idea nowadays because everything now is on the computer. And if you're in school, everything's online. You write your papers. You don't have to write anything anymore, hardly. So now that they have apps for journaling, might as well use it. Come with the times, right? And then you can document and look back and never have to worry about um, if you lose that document or something happens to your journal, it's always backed up in the cloud, probably. So very interesting information. Um I find that, as I said, journaling helps me to get my thoughts out. As I said, I have two journals that I, that I use periodically. Um, my journal that I write to God in and then my journal for just expressing my thoughts. Typically, I only do it when my back is against the wall, right, where, you know, I really need to have a, a come to Jesus moment, as they say. Um, but I do want to do it a little bit more often. So maybe we can we can do some type. Maybe I'll uh, test out the app that you talked about and uh, see if it helps me create a new um, a new idea of, of um, a new habit, I should say. I used to do it more frequently before I went to bed. I would set the mood and have a nice light next to the bed and a nice chair, reading chair and write my journals and do all of those things. Just got out of habit. So uh, Mr. Triplett says, I have trouble organizing myself enough to remember to use a system to keep track of thoughts. How important is looking back at what you write? Uh, sometimes it's a growing exercise. You know, sometimes, you know, it, I, I, in fact, I've done this myself. I've looked back at journals I've had years ago. What was I complaining about? What was I experiencing? What was my emotion at the time? Because as I said, we talk in present moment and looking back at it now, history in my, you know, obviously, um, it shows me my growth. Or in some cases, it also shows me what I still struggle on. So if I'm still struggling with something years later that I talked about that I haven't had an opportunity to, do, to utilize, then maybe it's time for me to enlist some support, another person, an accountability partner to help me get through it. Because sometimes if you you don't realize you've been trying something for your by yourself for years, you think, oh, I've only been doing this a couple of months. But when you really look back, you've been trying to do this for years and you've not been not fully been successful. You start, you stop, you, you don't complete all of those things, at that point, you might want to start to consider, maybe I need some support. Maybe I need some help. You know, maybe that is a person, maybe that's an app, whatever the case is. Um, what journaling apps do you recommend? Let's see. Tayana mentioned an app in the chat, um, or you can use your notes app specifically, just, you know, if you have Apple um, products or Notepad, if you have Android um, but she mentioned that there was a five minute journal app. So I imagine you could probably look that up and, uh, it allows a timer and it reminds you, you know, notifications are taking over your phone now anyway, and lets you know what time that you plan to be journaling and the timer in which you do it. I think it helps. I think it helps in friendships, relationships, personal life, you know, cause sometimes you're able to just get out all of those negative thoughts if you choose to use your journal in that way. 
so that you're not taking too many negative emotions into your relationship because that can affect it as well. So other things to consider and um, enjoy as well. Um, any other thoughts or questions along this topic? I really appreciate you all for being so open and, and honest uh, with this. Uh, Ashley says, when I use to deliver food, as I was waiting for the food to be finished, I would journal. Try to journal on regular downtime, like bathroom or coffee time. I honestly don't like apps because I just ignore them. Yeah, sometimes you're just so used to swiping away from it. You know, you, you could miss it um, for sure. And Tayana just put in a link to journal. Uh, she talks about, or the link that she shares talks about top eight journal apps for iOS and Android, as well as Windows. So let's go over those really quick. Number one, let's see. Hold on, let me scroll down here. Some of them have different price points as well. So keep that in mind. Okay, so the list is Dirium, D-I-A-R-I-U-M. This is best for cross-platform use, so you can use it on multiple systems. The second one is Day One, best for Apple ecosystem. Uh, Penzu, P-E-N-Z-U, best for privacy and security. Grid Diary, best for quick journaling with templates. Momento is best for iOS users and social media enthusiasts. Five-minute journal, best for establishing a journaling habit. Dailyo, best for visual communicators. Dabble, me, best for email journaling. What is the best way? Oh, okay. And that's the, those are the, the, those are the apps to consider. So thank you so much for sharing that, Tiana. That, that's very helpful. I'm definitely going to check that out myself. So you guys now have some things that you can take a peek at, identify if those are things that are relevant or helpful for your journaling experience. Once again, all week, we're talking about how to build a strong mental health toolkit. And at the end of each episode, you'll be able to add something to your toolkit. So today we added journaling to your toolkit for mental health awareness. Um, tomorrow, we're going to be talking about how to build um, meditation and mindfulness tools. So we'll be utilizing um, that information tomorrow to, again, add to our toolkit. So if you have any questions or thoughts or concerns or anything like that, feel free to leave them in the comments. We can address them tomorrow. If you are watching this live, make sure to like, share, and subscribe uh, so that this can be made aware to your ecosystem of people. It helps, helps, helps just build awareness around Ladder Talk Live. So all of the support and is welcome and appreciated. And um, if you want to watch the replay of this, you can watch it exclusively on YouTube. You can find the link in the show notes. Make sure you um, check that out. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe there. And... Um, We'll be back here again tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern. If you're watching this episode, you think to yourself, man, I sure want to be on her show. She's pretty cool. I like her. I know. I know. I am, I am pretty cool. Um, go to LadderTalkLive.com. You can sign up to be a guest. And if you are not aware, I am also a coach. I'm a career coach, an executive leadership coach. If you need any support as it pertains to that, go to CoachRelina.com. Sign up for a free consultation to chat with me one-on-one getting some pretty good results from our most recent group of um, participants in my program. So if you are looking for a leg up in your space of, of your career, of your leadership, go ahead and tap in with me. Let's let's have a chat. Once again, we're here again tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern. We are here Monday through Friday to be 
uh, specific. And we'll see you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Monday. Make it count and journal. See you tomorrow. Bye. Hey, thanks for watching the latest episode of Ladder Talk Live. That last episode was jam-packed full of information. I know I took a lot of notes. I hope you were able to do the same. If you find yourself at the end of this episode wondering how to get your career back on track, or if you need just a little bit of career clarity, make sure you go to coachwalina.com to sign up for your free complimentary career consultation. Let's get your career aligned to where you're looking to go next. Again, we're here to help everyday people live extraordinary lives. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and wherever you watch the podcast so you are in the know when new episodes launch and new opportunities to learn are available. I'll talk to you soon.